Time now to focus on cricket and ex-legend of the game in Shane Watson and his new book, The Winner's Mindset, using scientific methodology and his own in-game experiences. Watto reveals the mental skills you need to eliminate stress and anxiety. Watto is on the line right now. Shane Watson, good morning to you. How are you? I'm great. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're going well, mate. It, this is exciting, hey? It, it, following on from your first book, which was Winning the Inner Battle, which I've read myself. I've certainly experienced and seen you passing on your wisdom to young players, particularly New South Wales cricket in recent times. Talk to us just about the whole landscape of writing books and what you're finding uh, and why you're so excited to do it. Yeah, well, I, I just know how incredibly important this information is and it and certainly was for me. I only got educated on this information at 34, which was um, yeah, a little way into my, a long way into my playing career. Yeah. And I just know how critically important the understanding um, of really simple mental skills and the earlier we develop these mental skills, then the more equipped we are to be able to perform at our best more consistently so we don't get in our own way from a, from a mental perspective. Um, but then with it, which is even more important and powerful, is reducing the stress and anxiety and worry around performances and when when things don't go exactly to plan. Um, so that's the reason why I got into writing a book. Well, yes, my first book, uh, Winning in a Battle, uh, myself published, and now I feel very lucky and very fortunate to be to have partnered with HarperCollins to be able to publish this new edition, which has got some like case studies of ten legends in the um, in the final chapter just to be able to add a bit more context to, to the information. But I feel very fortunate HarperCollins have partnered, partnered with me to be able to get the word out and distribute this, um, then you know, have, have a much better reach. Well, was there a moment in your career, Shane, before well, that, that you realised, I need to seek some external help here? Well, there, there certainly was one um, tragic event that no um, yeah, cricketer ever want, wanted to be a part of at all, the tragic event of um, a Phil Hughes passing away. And I know it affected all cricketers in, in different ways, for sure. And that was really, for me, the, the catalyst of my sort of mental my mental game and my performance is really starting to, to spiral to a point where I was, on the, I, was, I was on the brink of retiring because I just felt like I'd lost my skill. Um, so that's where where I was at, um, and then a chance of meeting with uh, Aussie IndyCar champion um, Will Power, um, who I was fortunate enough to meet at the Dally M's. He had been going through a similar thing in his in his sport, so he connected me to someone he'd been working with, who's got forty over forty odd years experience of dealing with high performance people, and um, and from the first half an hour chat that I had with Dr Jacques Delaire, things were I knew things were going to be different, but I'd be able to turn things around and. I, flew, I had nothing to lose. I flew over to, to Charlotte, North Carolina, to be able to um, learn this information. And the two days that I had with um, with Dr. Jacques Delaire, just I knew I could turn things around immediately with these new, these simple to understand mental skills that I could apply. Um, and then I had some of my best performances over the next four or five years. So I feel very fortunate to have been educated on this now by by Jacques Delaire, put it in put it in practice, and now have access to to teaching this information as well. So that's you know, a huge part of the reason why I've released the book. What were some of those things that you, you learned? Two days, you said, changed the rest of your, your career. What, what were some of those things that you, you learned and were able to implement? Yeah, so one of the, uh, probably, yeah, one of the most important ones was 
just a simple understanding around the human mind that you can only process one thought at a time. And what I was doing, and because the fear of fear of the cricket ball had come into my into my game in a, in a huge way, I was allowing space as the ball was about to be bowled, and then the the short ball that that thought would come into my mind as the ball came out, um, which is the wrong thought to have as a batter because you're out of position. Um, so by understanding your mind can only process one thought at a time, then it means that if I put the right thought into my mind at the right time, then the wrong thought can't come in. So straight away, I was like, I can, I can do that. If I get the timing right, or when I put, so my word that I put into my mind as the ball came out was aggressive. That meant that I was ready to react quickly. If I put that in the right time as the ball's coming out, then the wrong thing, short ball or anything else, couldn't come into my mind. So that straight away just over was overriding any any bad thoughts, the wrong thoughts that would that would come in, and straight away that immediately turned turned things around. So that was one thing. The other thing that really stood out to me the most is just around one of the the probably the most important function of the conscious mind, which is the which is that you are in control of your conscious mind. So the mind chatter, that internal dialogue that's going on in all humans every single day, that internal dialogue is a is a conscious mind function, which means we are in control of that if we want to take control. I was horrific at taking control. I didn't. I just let my environment around me day to day dictate how I thought instead of understanding that you can, if you really want to take control, you can just catch it and redirect it to the, something else, put your mind on neutral, whatever your different techniques are. So then, especially in a performance space, you're only putting the right things into your mind. So then you're not sabotaging your own performance because of the doubts or the, the different, the negative thoughts that do that can come in. So that two things are really stood out to me. There's a number of other things, but those are the two things straight away that the things that you are actually in control of and I was able to turn things around straight away. Well, it's so relatable. I mean, every, I think everyone can relate to, you know, when you're going for a run and you've got the noise in your head saying, oh, you, you're no good, stop, come on, your back's sore. Everyone's got that. But one of the real topical things that I've seen in recent times, and I'm sure you've seen it too, is when players at the elite level, in test cricket in particular, I'm thinking Travis Head and Mitchell Marsh, have had the, the downs in their career trying to potentially be something they're expected to be or play a way that test cricketers are expected to play as opposed to how they've played at the lower levels. Then they come back and play with this freedom of mind. That They're going out and playing with intent, playing with freedom and playing on instinct. It's no different to the premises that you're talking about right now. It's, it's clearing the mind and being in control of your thoughts, right? Oh, that's exactly right. Copes, yeah, spot on, and that's and that's a beauty of seeing two two of those guys in particular. And Us- Usman Khawaja was a, is another one for me over the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Who you can see the way his mindset has shifted, and he's and they're all playing like they've got nothing to lose, and and that is one of the most important mindsets that we're all trying to chase is a nothing to lose, which means that you're tapping in, you're really tapping into that that deep skill that's so deeply ingrained in in us. And that's cricket, but that's all different aspects of people who are experts in what they do and learning to be experts in what they do. You want to be able to access all that that knowledge or skill that's deeply ingrained in you. Whereas when you've got the don't get out, don't make a mistake, don't stuff up, that's when you're suffocating your any access to that to those real skills that are so so deeply ingrained. So um, when you see Mitch Marsh and Travis Head over the last probably well Mitch Marsh in the last eighteen months. Um, same with Travis Head, the freedom that I've been allowed to have as well, which is which is absolutely always the right thing to do. Then then their natural skill comes out, which is as good as anything in the world. And that's 
the environment that you're trying to create in any team environment, uh, whether that's at schools, whether that's in, in business, whether that's in sporting teams, you want to be able to create that environment where everyone can feel, have that mindset where they do have nothing to lose. You, there's a fine line between being reckless and just going over the top and being, being um, fearless, but it's that fine line when you're on, that, on the edge of that is when you see and when you do have your best performances. Just on the, the most recent test series, your, your Sutherland, former Sutherland teammate Steve Smith has interchanged back up to the top of the order. Did you like that move? And do you think he's got a style of, uh, of play to, to be the long-term opening answer for, for Australia? Yeah, I, I certainly do. Um, did like the move, for, for sure. I could see over the last probably 12 to 18 months, you'd see just even Steve Smith's body language as he's going out to bat batting behind Marnus, you could see that he just didn't have that intensity that I always saw when he was at his very, very best, which was for a long time. Um, and it seemed for me from a, from afar that he just needed another another challenge and getting him up the order, like to open, w- would certainly be one of those. He's absolutely got the, the, got the game and skill um, to be able to handle a brand new ball like he did when he was batting at number three. So it was always just going to take him a couple of innings or a, or a, or a yeah, a few test matches to be to be able to really just understand what his game plan is, just matter manufacture as he does, just make little adjustments on the go to to be able to just be as good as he possibly can as an opener. But look, I think this extra stimulation and extra challenge for Steve Smith at this stage of his career is something that will give him and also Australia some more longevity for sure with him because this extra challenge is gonna keep him keep him really fired up and fully engaged. For hopefully quite a while. Watto, just quickly before we let you go, what what else are you up to these days for people that maybe haven't been tuned in? I know you're doing some coaching as well as writing books, but what else are you up to? Yeah, so um, I've got a few um, coaching opportunities, head coaching opportunities um, overseas. So I'm heading off in about well, five or six days to go to Pakistan to coach in the Pakistan Super League. For one of the teams that I played for, Quetta Gladiators, um, I'm going to be doing some commentary during the IPL over over in India and then um, another head coaching role with the San Francisco Unicorns in the Major League Cricket, which is an exciting um, challenge as well. So the coaching I absolutely love and a big the core of everything I do as a coach is all around these mental skills. But yeah. the commentary is, is a lot of fun as well. Um, yeah, mixing it with some of the greats of the um, broadcasting space is a, is a lot of fun as well. So um, And then most importantly, family time in between all this as well because that's, that is... Yeah, the most important thing for me. So just balancing it all out as much as I can. But I feel very fortunate to be still, you know, being involved in the in the game that I love so much in various ways. Mate, you're an absolute legend of the game of cricket, but you're also giving back in many ways and, and trying to help that next generation through coaching. But also your new book, The Winner's Mindset, I'm reading the foreword at the moment by Ricky Ponting, Train Your Skills, Train Your Body. Now it's time to train your mind. This book will teach you everything you need to know to unlock your full mental potential. Love your work, Watto. Thanks for joining us this morning and hope it goes really well. No, I really appreciate it. Great to chat. Thanks, guys.